My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is the I'm Trying Podcast, episode 14 for December 16th, 2018. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, my name is Dan. Today, we got a special guest, my new co-host, as you've all been asking for, because I got a ton of those feedback requests, of course. Not. Uh, We got my buddy Brian. He's going to join us from now on. Welcome, Brian. Hey, thank you for having me. Love to be here. So just a little backstory, the way uh, I kind of came up with this idea, and yes, I'm going to take credit for it, is uh, (laughs) as you guys have been listening, (laughs) as you guys have been listening to me for the, uh, uh, let's say, last eight months, um, I kind of got bored with doing this myself. And basically, me and Brian work in the same office, and pretty much every morning, everything I was talking about on a podcast, I'd come in and we'd sit around at one of our desks and talk about the same just for a good half hour or more. So I'm like, why don't we just do this on the podcast? It would make much more sense. It'd be more entertaining for me than talking to myself. And hopefully it's more entertaining for you guys. So, you know, give us that feedback at I'm trying Dan at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you think. But uh, here's the start to uh, basically our new podcast. So, Brian, you want to talk about yourself, any, or you just want to get into it? Um, just a well, little background. Uh, I'm an architect uh, at the office, like Dan was talking about. And I do like most of the stuff that, you know, Dan do like about. And so that we chit chat all day long, either through chat or just at our desk. And about some of the stuff that we do always, you know, that that Dan do talk about on this podcast. So it's kind of like it's a fitting co-host, I would say. Hopefully. Hopefully it's a fitting co-host. Yeah, I think we're going to be good with this. So uh, first thing on here, normally we get into the podcast and talk about podcasts. Um Neither of us really have anything in our notes about podcasts that we listen to or anything. I mean, you guys know what I listen to so far. Um, eventually, Brian will probably give a list of some of his, or if you want to, the day we can. But first thing I got on here, it's more in a, a listening field. But any of those of you that maybe have those Christmas cars that uh, you got a year ago, and now your uh, SiriusXM subscription's up, um, mine's just the opposite. I had a summer car a year and a half ago, and uh, last summer my one year was up and i really wanted to get back and get my subscription going for two reasons one my kids can't go without the uh kids bop channel in the car and since my wife's driving my kids around probably 50 percent of her day uh, that's a must-have but also for me i wanted to have the ability to stream all the nfl games in the uh, fall and through the football season um basically because i live in michigan and i'm a carolina panther fan so last uh june I went called in, did a little negotiating, and I paid, I think it was 60-some-odd dollars for six months. And that's their top plan with the streaming and all the channels and all that good stuff. Well, I just recently got my bill the other day, and, of course, it came in at $151 and some odd cents for Ouch. another one year. Yeah, that's a ripoff. Uh, that's way, obviously, over 10 bucks a month. Um, I'm already paying over 10 bucks a month for Spotify, so I don't really need to pay that much for another music service. However, like I said, I think my wife would give up the Spotify before she'd give up the Sirius, just because being in the car so much and how much she relies on uh, the different channels, especially for the kids and such. So yesterday I had to call do some negotiating myself, and after about 15, 20 minutes on the phone with an agent when I said I wanted to cancel, um, Here's the deal that I got that I wanted to pass along, but I got six months at 65. It's actually $64 and some odd cents. That's everything they have, includes the streaming, which is their top tier, and also got a free Amazon Echo Dot. So, no way. That's yeah. awesome. Right now, and it is the new one I checked this morning, uh, so that's a $30 deal right there in itself. So really, you're only paying about 35 bucks for six months of Sirius XM. Um, I was a little bummed, I'll say, because I went in there to look at it. I want to make sure it was the new, the third third edition, and uh, it was. And right now, it looks like Amazon's given a deal where you could buy the third edition and get a free $5 uh, Lifex mini light bulb. And in my home automation, my Insteon light bulb, it's the one and only I have, is actually buzzing. So I think after three, four years, five years, of it being on every day from sunset to 10 p.m. It's finally getting ready to die out on me. So I thought, oh, this would be great. I'll get a new light bulb. I've been wanting to try out a LifeX light bulb. 
it's only five bucks more for the light bulb when you buy the Amazon uh, Echo Dot. So that would be like $35 deal. Well, I put that in and tried to put in my code, hoping that they'd only charge me five bucks for light bulb. And no, that does not work. So <laughs> that was kind of a bummer. But I am still going to get a free uh, third edition Amazon Echo Dot. I think this one I'm going to bring down here and put in my office next to the uh, Google Mini Home or Google Mini, whatever they call it. And uh, that way I can test them both out at the same time. And then eventually I'm sure it'll go into the main part of the, the basement for when the uh, kids are in there and they can use it as well. But that way we could do drop-ins and things like that. So I just wanted to bring that up. I know it doesn't really fit into the podcast or the audiobook section, but it does kind of fall into things that we may be listening to. So uh, that's pretty much it. So, um, so like when you call in to try to cancel that Sirius XM, yeah. Did they give you like a lot of heat almost? Because like you know, there's like these stories out there that people try to call in to cancel, and and like they just give you the runaround, and they just kind of like make it so impossible for you to cancel. Did you get that from calling in? No, actually, he, you know, they, he actually played the other game. He started out where it was, oh, okay, let me get that process for you, sir, and you know, you mind if I ask why you're canceling and. I kind of went into the whole, well, I'm paying for Spotify, which is already 10 bucks a month. There's no way I'm paying for another service that's over 10 bucks a month. And then I, I kind of up front right away said, you know, why are you canceling that? Is there any way you could look and see what I paid, you know, back in June for this past subscription? So that way you have an idea of what price point I was looking at, because I knew that's what uh, I was going to get to. And he looked it up and he's like, oh, yeah, it was, I think it was $66 or something like that. And that's after the fees and all that stuff, too. So I was like, oh, OK. It's like, yeah, you know, 151 for a year, that's just too much and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, would you mind if while we're doing this, if I look, you know, see what other plans we had or what other deals we could have? And I said, ah, sure, go ahead. And we just kind of went from there. Nice. <clears throat> because, like, calling cable companies is not the easiest. I can tell you that much. Yeah, well, it's been a while since I did that. But, yeah, I've heard the stories and I remember somewhat, you know, my time even. I think that was almost an hour phone call with uh direct tv so yeah but no this he was the whole time through he was just like all right well let me work on that but let me see what else we got and actually it was funny because we have worked out a deal and this might be interesting to some users if the streaming isn't important to them and uh i got in a little bit of trouble with the wife on this one but uh they had a deal for six months for i think it was 29.99 for all the channels just no streaming or no i take it back it didn't have the NFL games either. And I almost, and that's what I bid on because I was like, all right, well, let's do that. Cause I'm like, there's three weeks left the NFL season. The Panthers play Monday night. If they win Monday night, there's a good chance they're going to be on one of the night games the next two weeks. So at most I'm missing one, maybe two games that I can't stream this this season. And then I'm not going to be listening to games streamed between now and uh, June. So I was going to bite on that one. I was like, well, yeah, we'll just do that. And then in June, I'll turn around and say, now I want the full package and I want a good deal. Because that was, like I said, I think it was $29.99 a month or $29.99 for the six months because it was going to be 40 some odd dollars for the whole six months. And uh, that's when he said, oh, well, when I type this code in, I got this code and now you can have the streaming too. Plus, we'll give you an Echo Dot and it's only $20 more. And I was like, oh, well, Never say no to another Echo Dot, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and jumped on it. I figured worst case scenario, I'd turn around and sell the Echo Dot for 30 bucks and paying half the price. But, there you go. Because yeah. how many Echo Dots do you have right now? You have quite a bit of them, right? No, we just have two. We have one oh. in our we have one in our family room and then we have one in uh our bedroom, the master bedroom. Um, yeah. So like I said, this one I'll probably either put down here in my office for now, but eventually I think it'll probably go. Actually, that one will probably go up in the uh family room for now because being the third gen it has the better speaker on it mm -hmm. so probably put that one in the family room for now the one in the family room i'll bring down here to my office and then uh eventually my wife has grandmaster plans for redoing her basement make it more of a kid-friendly zone dance room slash my man cave hopefully and uh I'll probably <laughs> put it in there so that way one uh, we have the kids, if the kids are down there, you know, doing stuff, uh, if it's dance type stuff, they can pull up music off of it through Spotify and, uh, we can do the drop-ins and that way we're not yelling down the stairs. We can just do the drop-in and talk to them like an intercom service. So 
Nice. Yeah, I think it'll work out good. So, all right. Well, uh, let's move on. You got a couple things here under the audiobooks book section. I got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm not reading anything. So uh, I'll leave that to you. Wait, uh, I thought you were listening to audiobooks, though, aren't you? Uh, yeah. So actually, I did go in and get a couple more because um, I think I got to check with my wife this week, tonight. But hopefully, we canceled our Audible subscription because we've been paying for it for like a year and don't really use it. And it was a thing where she mistakenly signed up for it. I've talked about it before on here. But uh, I think we finally canceled it. But before we did, we had a bunch of credits. And so I went in and got a couple more books off the credits. I don't even remember what they are at this point. Um, but the last thing I was listening to was the first Game of Thrones book. And I'm telling you, I just, it's not, it's not pulling my interest. I don't know. If it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's a thick British accent or, or what, but I'm having a hard time with it. So kind of put that on the back burner for now and uh i'm sure at one point i'll try to jump back into it but actually right now i'm way behind on my podcast so i've been trying to catch up to those the last week or two yeah yeah i mean like if you listen uh if the book audiobook is not your cup of tea yet you might want to like start with the tv show and then kind of work your way into the audiobook maybe depending how the tv show kind of works out for you yeah that's what i was kind of thinking too i was like maybe that'll spike my interest some more um I just always, you know, especially after Real Real Player One, which, by the way, that's on HBO right now. I started watching it last night again. But <laughs> after after my experience with that, which everybody's heard on the podcast, I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe it'd be better to listen or read the book, listen to the book first, and then I'll watch the show and compare it. But I've heard enough good things about the show that I'm almost thinking I'm going to ditch the audiobook for now, go to the show, and then, yeah, like you said, that maybe that'll give me a say, oh, let's go back and listen to it and see how it compares. So, yeah, it's like the book that I'm reading right now is called the uh, Let the Right One In. It's from this dude that's in Switzerland. No, 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 Sweden. Sorry, Sweden. And there's a movie that was based on it. Uh, it's called Let Me In. And um, what it's about is that it's a um, it's set in a out town, like out in the boonies on the sticks in uh, Sweden. And there's this little kid that get picked on, and this poor kid gets picked on day in day out. Um, and he's in like elementary, I want to say. And what? And and during this whole story, there's a um, there's a father and daughter that quote unquote father and daughter that just got moved into that same neighborhood. And these two are kind of weird. The daughter's name's Ellie, and I forgot um, his dad's name was uh, maybe it's Hakan. And they moved in the middle of the night, so um, so that like, and their windows always cover. Uh, you don't really see them, so it's kind of like they don't give out the best vibes. But you only see Ellie during the nighttime when she's out in the uh, playground. But you do see her dad kind of coming in and out during the day too. So, but mostly they come out at night. And and the main character, his name is Oscar. The little boy that I was talking to you about, um, he was getting picked on, but so he he he's really desperate in the need of a friend, uh, something that he can talk to without getting like messed with. So one night he was out in his uh, playground, he met Ellie, and they pretty much strike up a awesome relationship, like a friend, almost to extent where like they they like each other. But when you get deeper and deeper into the story. The reason that Ellie comes out at nighttime only is because she's a vampire and that, quote unquote, her dad, Hakan, is really there in relationship with each other. Um, and, and that he goes out in the daytime and the nighttime to, quote unquote, kill someone and drain them so that Ellie has someone to feed on. So that's, I'm like halfway through it right now. It's really, really good. It's really well written. I'm not done yet. I'll probably be done in a week or two. So we can talk about it next time. Yeah, man. It's like it's a really good story. And then that movie let me in. It's it, it was well done too. So that's what kind of draw me into this book because of seeing that movie let me in. So so you've already seen the movie then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And so I'm guessing in not a spoiler here because you already kind of talked about it, but I'm guessing the father really isn't her father. They're just pretending to be the father. 
Correct. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's a, that's pretty. Now in the movie, I don't remember the movie. Is is it was it actually a U.S. movie or is it a? Uh, oh, uh, it's a it's a U.S. movie. Um, was the, anybody famous in it or? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Chloe Moretz, I want to say. Uh, do you recognize that name? Yeah, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, I believe she was in um, Kick-Ass. Okay, yep, yep. Um, she plays Ellie. Okay. Yeah, and the uh, and the other um, characters are not as famous as Chloe Moretz. All right, cool. That sounds good. I might check the movie out. I don't think I'll be reading the book. <laughs> <laughs> if, I might if check I'm... the movie out, yeah, definitely. What? When I'm done with it, you can borrow it. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> It'll sit on my shelf for a couple of years, but <laughs> I, have, I have a couple. I have one of my, my niece's books. I've been sitting there for well over a year. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to get to that sooner or later, too. But cool. Anything else with uh, books or audio podcasts? Uh, no, that was that, so far. That's, that's it. All right. So now we're going to move on to probably the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Uh, going to talk about the things that we've watched on TV and I know in, in, our, in our notes that we got here the first thing I had was the DC Elseworlds crossover I think we should leave that for last because I think that's going to take a big chunk of time or at least I got a lot of questions on there um, all right all right um good question out of all the crossovers do you think this one's the best one of the all like the three in the past no uh-uh. no wow I like this way more than the past ones uh just because well, the first one, God, I can't even remember the first one now. Was that the Aliens or was that the last one? Which one's it? Which Aliens? The first crossover. Was that when they had the Martians, the White Martians? What was the first crossover about? I know it's when they first met up and everything like that, you know, met Supergirl and stuff, but. Ooh. I don't remember that one. Or was it Damien Dark and them? I don't remember. I know, that's what I'm saying. So, oh, no, you know what? Yeah, the first one was the Martians, because the last one was when they went to the other Earth. And that's when Professor Stein died. So Yes, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right so no, I will say I will say that uh I mean this don't get me wrong, I really like this one. We'll get into that in a minute, but well you know what? Let, let's let's hold on that. Let's let's go in and let's talk about Titans episode ten. Did you finish it? Heck yeah. Okay. All right. So this is the I confirmed it. I've looked and researched all day yesterday to confirm it. Because if you look on IMDb, it says this is the second to last episode. If you look on the uh, DC Universe website, it says it's the, the the next to last episode. It is the next to last episode. For whatever reason, IMDb didn't like the way Titans did their numbering system. So this episode basically was about Corey getting her memory back, figuring out what's going on there. And basically, the first part of the episode was kind of, eh, whatever. Um, you see Corey's ship. That was kind of cool and whatnot. And they talk a bit more about, again, what we've already known, and that's that Raven is, uh, or Rachel, whatever you want to call her, is uh, this big evil person, and she's going to destroy the Earth and all this, which is why Corey was trying to kill her. And what you come to find out is that, in fact, the reason she uh, was created and made is that her father, Trigon, was banned. Um, the only way, uh, oh, and also... Again, this is all spoilers, so if you haven't watched the episode yet, go ahead and skip ahead about five minutes. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that you find out that basically her mom has been putting on a show. She's evil as well. And between the mom and dad, that they're not powerful enough to bring Trigon back to Earth. So by having Rachel, she would have a mixture of their powers. Although we don't really know if the mom has powers. So I don't, I don't really get it, other than she's just diabolical. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, like from that book that uh, um, that they show, she was behind Rachel, and that like looks like she does have power, right? Do you think? Do you think yeah, she's a witch or something? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, because she's able to take the book and be able to say like spells or whatnot and make things happen. Obviously, but yeah, yeah. But anyways, Rachel, her whole purpose of being born and alive is that she could bring her dad back to this earth so you find that out blah 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 the mom or the house which is controlled by the dad it seems like i don't know starts messing with gar he gets sick rachel runs to him blah 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 she wants help the mom tricks her into well bring your dad here and your dad can fix him 
So pretty much that's what Rachel does. Uh, so you get to see Trigon at the end. They, you know, I've heard him mention the actor's name. I don't even know who he is. I've never seen him before. But so they got dude playing him. The big surprise, though, is not even at the end of the episode, really. Um, but basically, uh, Dick, uh, Robin goes <laughs> and and uh, they all show up at the end along with Donna. I guess the one cool part we, we skipped over, glossed over real quick was in the beginning, Donna busts out the lasso. Throws that on uh, Corey to get her off of uh, from killing Rachel. That was awesome. That was pretty good. And uh, I was watching some things on DC Universe and on YouTube from DC Universe. And, I, and they said that they used the same special effects, the same lasso effects as they used in Wonder Woman movies. So nice. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that lasso and Wonder Girl showing her powers, that was one of the best opening scenes of that episode. Because like we don't really see what she can do, um, uh, I mean like we sh- we saw like a snippet of 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 what she can do on a episode before uh, when she was competing against uh, Dick Grayson, but when you really see it this time for that like maybe like brief two seconds or five second fight with Corey, that was awesome. I would say. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. So big miss on me to skip over that. But anyhow, <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically at the end, you see Dick and he's running towards the house and you can tell there's like this magical field around it. And he jumps through the field. And that's kind of where the episode started the end. You know, the dad brings Gar back. So we'll see how this affects Gar's going further in the future. You know, now that he's been touched or helped by Trigon. But that's pretty much the episode. But the awesome part was the previews for next week. So in next week's episode, they are going to have Batman. Now, they haven't shown him. They haven't said they're going to show him. You know, so far, all you've seen is the cowl and the cape and the backside of him. And the dead bodies all over the place. Yeah, basically, he's taking everybody out. So it looks like it's like Batman, no holds barred. So a couple things I've read and looked at on there. Basically, what they're saying is, is, you know, Dick jumped through that field. And when he jumped through the field, you never really seen him come through on the other side. And when she brought her dad out and it created that field, it looked like it was changing reality. So what they're saying is because in the previews, when you first see Dick, he's in this nice, beautiful house and he's wearing flip flops. It's like it's not Dick Grayson. What the heck? And Jason Todd's in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what the heck's going on here? And so at first you're thinking, well, maybe they're doing a variation on the Killing Joke, which is where Barbara Gordon, uh, Batgirl, gets paralyzed. And I think Jason Todd got killed, or we thought he got killed, and that's what set Batman off. So it looks like maybe they're doing a variation on that, because he says instead uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon's killed, where that didn't happen before. So it's kind of like an alternate on what really does happen. And it just shows Dick kind of going after Batman through the whole thing. So what I've been reading in that is, is when Trigon came through, it altered reality and it altered the universe. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. one, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously this whole season's been supposed to be about Dick, really, and where it gets him to the point where he becomes Nightwing. But it'll be interesting to see if do they keep the alternate reality. And this is their way to say, hey, we're breaking away from the comics and what you know about the comics, and we're doing this our own way. Or are they going to just do this, you know, for a few episodes, and then part of next season, they'll go ahead and flip it back, and everything will go back to normal for the time being. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the reason that becomes interesting to me is, uh, I guess you could say by cheating and looking ahead on IMDb, you see <laughs> that Jason Todd becomes like a main character through this series, which seems odd. Um, And so the only way I was thinking about that, that they could do that was that if they did, in fact, make him into like the Oracle slash Barbara Gordon character where, you know, he's paralyzed and he helps them behind the scenes, you know, from a technology or kind of like a a Felicity Overwatch type standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Not just at the end of the next episode, but then going on to season two, because Hawk and Dove play a huge part of the series going going forward as well. It shows that they're in like almost all the episodes. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So like I kind of see it differently. 
um, so like at the toward the end of the episode, episode ten, uh, Trigon was telling um, uh, Rachel's mom that she needs the heart. She needs her heart being broken, right? So how I'm seeing this is that like when Dick Grayson goes into that field or the house, he is in a hallucination, I would say, and coming going through the hallucination, he fights all these people. And what I am thinking about is that at the end, is that Dick Grayson's gonna somehow through his hallucination try to kill Gar, where at the ultimately, because Rachel likes Dick Grayson and she likes Gar, and if Dick kills Gar, she, her heart will be broken because those are the two of her friends killing each other almost, right? So yeah. that that'll that'll be like the ultimate sacrifice of like these two people that she really likes, and then she'll turn and then she'll go crazy, and then Trigon will be unleashed. Ah, that's interesting. I yeah, I didn't think of that. So that's not bad. I didn't even think about what you said. Yeah, that's right. He did say she, she's got to have her heart broken. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad theory there. I oh, know. I can't wait though. I've been I've been pretty shocked about this series. You know, I'm, we, we can talk more next episode after the end of the season. But I gotta say, so far I'm still ha- happily surprised that it's been as good as it has been. And I'll say again, considering the acting. So, <laughs> uh, um, but so like. Since next week is the season finale, it looks like Young Justice is going to follow suit. Is that right? January 4th. They, January they announced 4th. is the date. Yeah. So I know you're a big fan of that. I, I haven't even watched the first two seasons. So I got I got like two, three weeks to try to watch two, three seasons worth of Young Justice. I originally was going to try to watch this with all my kids. So that way I kind of got them involved as well. But one, I don't know where season three, I don't know if they're going to be, since this is their own deal, if they're going to be a little more darker or adultish with it, or uh, if uh, they're going to keep it kind of the same tone where it's still kind of a, a, a gritty fighting type uh, cartoon, but at the same time, it's still kid watchable. So uh, I think I'm just going to try to skip ahead of my own and watch as much as I can in the next two, three weeks. So that way I can uh, be prepared for, hopefully be prepared for season three. And and Young Justice is mostly a cartoon, where like instead of like Titans, where it's more live action. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And this one actually, what they call it, Young Justice and the Outsiders, is that what it's called? Or did they oh. change that now? Yeeks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get it in the notes for the next episode, but uh, yeah, um, because I think this one they're bringing in some more adultish, I guess, uh, characters. From the Outsiders uh, comics that was based on Batman's group of, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, vigilante type heroes. So, mm-hmm. interesting to see what they do with that. But, so, in 2019, oh, oh, I'm sorry. So, on DC, on 2019, that DC universe, besides Young Justice, we get to look forward to, I think, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, um, Harley Quinn, and one other thing that's not coming to me right now. Yeah, Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing are live action shows, and then Harley Quinn is a cartoon. That is definitely I saw I saw a clip of that, and that is definitely not a kids cartoon. Um, cause I, think, <laughs> uh, I believe the clip of the clip I saw was lots of f bombs already in that one. Um, <laughs> and uh, but that'll be cool. I, you know, I'm I'm all about that. And then yeah, what was that third or fourth? there was a Star Girl, Star Girl. Stark? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and this, I think Stark... Oh, yeah, because they were talking about Starman in it. Because Starman's going to be a part of it, too. Stargirl is actually a newer character based off of the Starman series. Uh, new as in she's only been around the last 10 years or something like that in the comics. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so that'll be interesting. That's something Jeff Johns did himself, so I'm sure that'll have a, a nice touch to it because he's not going to let that bomb on its first outing. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, that's the DC uh, Universe.com, or I think that's the URL for it. I just use the app, but I, I got to say I'm okay with the subscription I paid for so far. We'll see uh, we'll See if I renew it when uh, time comes next, late next summer based on these other shows. But uh, <laughs> right now, I'd say, yeah, definitely. So we'll see. But 
All right, so let's get back to DC Elseworlds crossover. So this is the, the third crossover, right? Uh, I think so. Like yeah, I think the you third crossover. It. Yep. Yeah, because the first one was the White Martians. The last one is where they went to Earth X, uh, and then this one now is where they went to Earth ninety. Or no, well, actually, they don't go to Earth ninety. It comes from Earth ninety. But mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of things happen in this crossover. I definitely, you had asked me before. You know, was this the best crossover? I, I said my opinion, no. Uh, just for these simple facts. Not that it wasn't good, but the first crossover, I mean, it's the first time they crossed over and you see everybody together. That was just awesome to me. You know, nothing nothing takes away that excitement of, look, they're all from different shows and they're all on the same show. I just, I don't know. I think back to, I think it was, God, who was it? I think it was uh, the A-Team and Knight Rider did a crossover <laughs> once. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> Holy cow, you see Kit and B.A. Baracus in the same episode, you know. How, how can you get over that? That's awesome. So Or like or like for me, it was uh it was Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you get a little bit of the age difference there between right on that one. <laughs> uh, but uh so yeah, it's just that that feeling the first time of doing a big crossover. I I just think that was awesome. So that for me takes the cake on the first one. Last year's I thought was great because they brought in all of the Legends of Tomorrow. So now you had this huge, huge show of all these awesome, uh, you know, characters on one screen. Um, And, of course, it also led to uh, um, this season's version of Flash with uh, their daughter. Gave you a little more insight on what was going on there as well. But so just to see everybody together. And, of course, you had the death of Firestorm. That together was just kick ass. And then, of course, the weddings of both uh, Barry and Iris and then also um, Oliver and Felicity. So that 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 was a pretty, pretty sweet crossover. This one definitely was really good. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It's right up there, I would say, with season or the, the second crossover. But uh, yeah, it just I don't know. It doesn't make it doesn't make my top two. Let's put it that way. I guess you could say out of three. So mm-hmm. you. What did you think? What you thought it was? You thought it was, it was better? I thought it was kick ass. Um, um, everything that, about it, like having um, this one dude coming out of nowhere. The um, what's his name? The mentor monitor. or monitor. the monitor? The monitor. And that they're like this godlike creature handing this book to somebody just to test, uh, just to see what he can do with it, and also to test all the uh, special. Uh, vigilantes or like the uh, the these superheroes uh, that we call them, and see what they can do to see. Because from what I understood was that they're just he's just testing them uh, to see what they can handle for what's coming in the future, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's it. Uh, so it makes you well, like you said. I didn't I I didn't go back and try to watch it because I watched I think I watched half of it on Plex for my DVR. And I watched the other half of it. And I'm talking about the last episode on the, the CW app. But uh, basically, you said at the end, it showed on there something about leading to crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's supposed to be leading to, which, of course, if, if, if you're a comic book fan, you know that that leads to both the death of Supergirl and The Flash. So, and that's what uh, in the Flash TV show they've always been alluding to is that uh, the red skies go away, like what just happened. Uh, every time they go talk to Gideon and they bring up that newspaper, that the red skies go away and that the Flash has disappeared. So they don't say he's dead, but if you're a fan of the comics, like I said, you know that that's what happens. But um, this did leave a lot of other questions for me. So I, I have them here, and I thought maybe we'd go through and talk about some of these. And obviously, if you got more to add, let's let's do that as well. But so the first one that came to my mind is. What kind of deal did Oliver make? You know, because obviously he went and made some kind of deal with the monitor when he went and saw him by himself while uh, Barry and Supergirl were running around the earth at different speeds. Um, which, by the way, that's kind of what happens in Crisis and Infinite Earths is they both go super speed around the earth and they burn up just like it showed. So that kind of threw me for a loop as well. I was kind of like, you're giving away all your secrets right here. But Oliver did go see the monitor. You know he talked to him, but you have no idea what he did. And Oliver's notorious now, based on this season of Arrow, for going and making these stupid deals where he puts himself in 
in harm's way or gives up something that's going to affect him greatly so he can make the ultimate sacrifice and be the big hero. So what do you, what do you think? What kind of deal do you think he made? I think you're alluding to it is that I think he is going to sacrifice himself for both Supergirl and the Flash, Barry Allen. So that, like, he was telling the monitors, like, okay, you can take me. I would die if both of those uh, live through this kind of deal. Okay, so you think, so you think in this case, they were kind of doing the crisis on Infinite Earths where they were both going to die. And he basically saved their lives, which I guess, I mean, it's got to come up sooner or later that they're going to go talk to Gideon again on the Flash. And if that's the case, then it should show that that newspaper article changed, even though that was based on years in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it has changed in the past, though, right? I mean, they keep going back to that newspaper. Yeah. It has changed. Yes, yes, it definitely has. So, doesn't mean it couldn't still happen or happen again. But if he did, so. You know, there hasn't been any clues yet that this is the last season of Arrow or, you know, they haven't said how long it's going to be. You know, how long are we going to have to wait to find out what he did? Are we going to have to wait to the end of this season of Arrow or are we going to find out in the next episode of Arrow, you know, after they come back from break or? Well, OK, so like in, in Arrow, the TV show, um, they've been introducing this other Arrow character that this Green Lantern. Oh, no, sorry, not Green Lantern, Green Arrow character. Um, being like his sister, I want to say. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's say that he does sacrifice himself for Barry and Supergirl. Can that show continue on with this other Green Arrow? No. You don't think uh, so? Uh, uh-uh. Stephen Amell's a show. If if it doesn't have Stephen Amell in it, it's done. Oh wow! See, like to me, like Diggle. And uh, and then the rest of the crew, because they do have a huge crew in that TV show. Um, do you, so you don't think that the other characters can prop up the show without Oliver? No, no. I I think the only way they could pull something like that off is if they basically, you know, as they alluded, you know, because you and you were the one who pointed this out to me when when. Uh, John Wesley ships Barry Allen from the old Flash TV series uh, from the 90s on CBS, by the way. Uh, <laughs> when he came through and he saw John Diggle, he says, where's your ring? So obviously, and everybody's been talking about online, this is no spoiler or nothing, is that Diggle is basically a Green Lantern. So the only way I think that show could carry on without Stephen Amell is they take it to a spinoff of a Green Lantern TV series. And they could have all the same crew, John to be here on Earth trying to figure out how to use his powers as Green Lantern and work it that way. And maybe they would have, you know, his sister or whoever this girl is, who's the Green Arrow, be on there as, you know, the new Green Arrow or whatnot. But I definitely don't think they would carry on the show called Arrow without Stephen Amell. Okay. So, okay. So they're going to switch it to Lantern. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Team Lantern. <laughs> Away corpse. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I just don't see it. So, yeah. Right. So, if that was supposed to be the crisis, then you know we kind of talked about this a minute ago, but I don't get the timeline because then what are they going to do with the Flash? You know, is Gideon going to come back now and that just disappeared and it's over with and they don't worry about it, or are they going to show that it still happens and they're going to say, well, wait, we already had the Red Skies. We already had that. And then Barry's going to have to say, well, the monitor said he was testing us. I guess he's going to come back. Or is he just going to keep that a secret? Ooh. And I think they're, well, yeah. And I think they're getting tricky with the timeline, too, because, you know, if this was supposed to be crisis, you know, Iris obviously is not pregnant yet, or at least that that we know of. I guess they could come back after break and say, oh, she is pregnant now. Um, which I think is funny also because. The daughter talks about where she came from, what year, how old she is. You could backtrack that and figure out when they're supposed to get pregnant. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't done that myself, actually. That's actually a good question. I should look into that. But I, I don't know if they've mentioned how old she is. You know, it would be weird, though, is that, like, um, she's back here, and then she watches herself grow up. Which, do you think that she'll be like, don't do this, do this, don't do that, do this? No, that's going to get you stupid. <laughs> just be stupid. I, I don't want to watch a show like that. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, 
I had a hard time liking her to begin with as a character. Uh, I start. She's grown on me. I'm kind of starting to like. Okay, she's she makes the show good still, and she she merges well with the show. Now that they're bringing in the whole thing where she's still talking to uh, Thawne in the future, I'm like, wait a minute. And she obviously can go to the future, so she knows how to get back to the future, then come back to this timeline. So then it's like, what is she trying to do? And now I'm even wondering, is that really their daughter? I don't know. It's. Yeah, I'm ready to go back to the weekly. Let's fight this bad guy and show cool ways that Flash can use his speed. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, all right. So, what is your best? Re- what is your most favorite reference from the three episodes? I have in here. So there, there's two of them for me. One was uh, Elastic Man when he was talking about there's chaos and all this other stuff going on, and it's not even Tuesday because I think that was on the Monday night episode. Yeah, you know, reference the fact that Flash isn't, you know, normally is on Tuesday nights. And then the other one for me was uh, towards the end when Supergirl goes, "Man, this really seems like an annual thing." And then Barry says, "Let's hope not." So, I don't know. I thought those two were pretty good. But what 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 was your favorite? I think the Diggle one was my favorite. Um, that alluding to to him being possible Green Lantern. I think for me that that kind of reference, I was like. It blew me away. I'm like, oh my gosh, he is gonna be Green Lantern one day, kind of deal. Yeah. So the the only other thing I was, I was kind of putting more thought into this, and I know everybody keeps saying Green Lantern, and that makes sense. And now wait, didn't you pull up though the other day at work that in Wiki he was actually Green Lantern? Mm, no. Or was no. that just okay? That was just uh, a guess on everybody. That's since the show. The only other thought I had was. What if he's a known speedster in the future and they were talking about his flash ring? Could be. And when Barry came through to our side, he knew he knew of our Barry Allen, but he also knew that John Diggle as a flash or a speedster and that he had his own kind of flash ring. And that's the ring they were speaking of. Could be. That, that was the only other thought I had. But, but no, that was still a good reference. It, it makes you think and it has you wonder what's going on. Um. All right, so the last thing that I want to talk about here, and again, if you, if you got more, we can add that in there, but Batwoman, the show, said that that's coming, you know, next year. I think it's supposed to come out in the summertime. Um, what did you think of Ruby Rose as Batwoman? Uh, she's okay. I mean, like, if I would, I think I enjoy um Batgirl a lot more not not sorry um, um Supergirl a lot more than Batwoman like has a spin-off character um Ruby Rose she's okay but uh, I need to give her a couple more episodes I think to like totally nix it but so far I'm 50-50 on it uh, yeah she's okay I I agree I wasn't impressed um I used to watch the Gotham series, which is in its last season on Fox right now. And, you know, that was a very dark and gritty time period. I mean, that was a show I think I talked about in here once or twice before. It's got me really confused because I don't really understand what timeline that's supposed to be in. I mean, obviously, in the DC universe, they spin it off as it's being its own uh, uh, Earth or something like that. But mm-hmm. it seems like they tried to do like, you know, 20, year, 20 30 years ago, but at the same time, because I think they had, like, when I was watching it, I only watched, like, the first season, maybe two. They had, like, flip phones for cell phones, you know? <laughs> and I didn't get that. I was like, what? But at the same time, they dressed kind of modern, but then they dressed kind of old school. And everything, you know, the architecture always for Gotham is very, very different. You'd know more about that than I would. So to me, sometimes it looks old school. Other times it looks, you know, current and good to go. But uh, I don't know. So to bring in another dark time period and make it a dark show i mean i don't know ruby rose i I know her from orange's new black and john wick yeah john wick and she's not the greatest of actresses that i i could think of but uh she she's okay so i'm with you i'd have to see a few episodes and uh make a decision from there now like um how would you make these two episodes so like let's say that they want to bring her into the universe of these uh cw shows how would you do it uh would you like introduce her on one of the uh um, arrow shows or flash and let her like be part of their team for like a little bit 
and then see how it works and then make a new show out of it? Or do you just go ahead and make a new show out of it completely? Yeah, I think I think the way you have to do it is not well, I wouldn't say like they did with the Flash where I mean the Flash actually came on Arrow and did a couple shows on there as Barry Allen, not as a Flash. Then they did the Flash mm-hmm. TV show, and then I think the arrow came on Flash for an episode. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, which by the way, going back to the crossover when they did the whole Smallville thing, I gotta give them kudos on that. I, I was a fan of Smallville. I watched all of all the uh, I think it was ten seasons of Smallville. And when they played the music, that gave me chills. Uh, <laughs> seeing the Kent farm and that, you know, that was pretty cool. And then uh, the scene with Barry and Oliver kind of going at it when they had each other's powers. And uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So that's pretty good. So I'm going to give props to that. But anyhow, going back to Batwoman, um, I think what they need to do is start the show, have an episode with just her at the end, tease that either Barry Allen or Oliver Queen is going to be on her show. Mm-hmm. and bring them on one of them you don't have to have them both but bring at least one of them on her show to kind of give some hype to it make the people from the other shows come over and tune into it um, we do know they're in the same earth same universe so it would make sense and i think that's how you have to do the show otherwise i think if you bring her on their shows people are gonna be like i don't need to watch her show to see what's going on with her i think you get that from this Whereas if you bring them on her show, they're going to be like, oh, I want to know what these characters are doing over there. So they're going to go over and watch her show then. Yeah. I mean, like um, how I see it, kind of like what you're alluding to almost is that like how they uh, introduced Sarah Lance as uh, White Canary and 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 she was on Arrow for a while. And then she spin up to do Legends, right? So they right. have their own show. So um, they could bring her in to one of these shows, Flash, Supergirl, or or um, Arrow, and, and have like a couple episodes, and then like, and they spin her off to do her thing kind of deal. Yeah, they could. That's definitely a possibility. I think the big difference between that and like Legends, though, is Legends, you had so many characters now, and it was a combination from both Arrow and The Flash, that people invested in one show or the other already had enough people to look at and say, Oh yeah, you know, there's the Adam or there's white Canary or there's, uh, uh, heat wave and, and, uh, cold, you know, uh, so firestorm. So they already knew from both shows, there was enough characters that they're, they were, they were edging their bets on that. Somebody was going to be attached to one of those characters and wanted to see what this new show was about. So they, they could go in, and if you look at it, they did. They had the Flash and Arrow on the first, what, one or two episodes. I think it was maybe just the first episode uh, showing where they brought these people together. So I, I don't know if bringing her on one of their shows is, is going to be as beneficial to them to bring viewers to it. Whereas if they brought them to her show and brought the viewers to her show, then they could hopefully keep them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know, but. But that's all uh, I had on here as far as TV shows that I've watched or anything lately. Uh, I know you got some things in the notes here. What would you want to talk about? All right. So, like, a lot of these CW shows are um, the mid-season's over. Um, now that we have Christmas break, I will have time to watch some of these other shows that I've been uh, neglecting almost. Um, so, uh, the top three of mine is Hands Made's Tale. I don't know if you've... Um, watch that but that's like a hulu show um and that's amazing uh from the first season i really enjoyed the first season um so i need to watch a second season um atlanta it's a comedy show well comedy uh i think it's a comedy show um that's made by um, um childish gambino uh that that's on fx and and then this other amazon show called homecoming which I saw the first episode. It was kind of slow. Um, so I kind of put it in a back burner. And now that we have some time between these uh, um, CW shows being off a little while, then that's my third show that Homecoming would be what I was going to, you know, catch up on. Uh, do, yeah. you have, do you have any shows that you're going to catch up on? So, yeah. So uh, Handmaid's Tale, I've heard a lot of great things about it. Um, I'm interested in it, but I don't think I'm ready to jump on that ship yet. Um, Atlanta. Now, what is Atlanta on? Like, 
you I know get your TV shows a different way, but FX. It's on FX. It's on FX. Okay. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I might, I might might eventually give that a shot. Um, Homecoming is one that I've been interested in checking out. So uh, I may I may start to check that out. But to be honest, I got a lot I got to catch up on. I got to finish Daredevil, uh, the third season. I haven't finished that yet. I'm probably I think maybe half. I don't even think I'm halfway. I'm only like maybe three episodes in. Oh wow! Maybe, maybe two, two or three episodes in. So I got to finish that. Uh-huh. Um, that's I think number one on my list. I've always said I need to go back and finish watching The Wire. Um, I only got like through the first two seasons. I'm only like I think one or two episodes into season three. I'd probably just start season three over. So I'd almost like to go watch season three of The Wire. Um, and then outside of that, another one that I've wanted to watch, and I know you've already watched as well, is uh, oh, it's on Amazon. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yes. So. I don't know. I think I may homecoming in Jack Ryan. I may wait and let you start and watch a couple more episodes of homecoming. Um, <laughs> and then let me know before I, I make a decision between homecoming and Jack Ryan. I think right now I'm going to try to plow through uh, this coming week and finish up daredevil. And then from there, I'm going to jump on, I think either homecoming or Jack Ryan. And mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. there. So, well, uh, I mean, so like homecoming, I know is more like psychological thing, kind of right. like, uh, Mr. Robot. There's no, there's no action. It's really like uh, um, psychological. Whereas Jack Ryan's is guns and explosions. So um, I don't know if that makes uh, helps you decide which show to watch. But nah, uh, not really, not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm good either way with those, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, th- I don't know yet. And then there was one I can't even think of what it's called now. Uh it was on Hulu, and it's about kids in their last day of graduation. And they basically all go to this uh, school lock-in the night of their graduation. Can't remember the name of it now. Like graduation night or homecoming night—I don't know what they called it. It couldn't be homecoming night because it was graduation night. But anyhow, uh, that was one I've seen like the first two episodes. And honestly, I don't know if that's supposed to turn into like a horror-type movie or a comedy. Or uh, it's mostly a comedy so far. But that may be another one I may try to finish. Uh, that was on Hulu, though. I'll get the name of it for the next uh, for the next episode, but um, I may I may jump on that one as well. Mm, but mm. Uh, you, you got here some exciting news. This is what scares me because, like you said, everything's in mid season break right now, uh-huh. and so everything's going to come back in January, February, and January, February. I already have too many TV shows, and we already talked about Young Justice is going to be out. <laughs> and so yeah that'll take the place of titan so i'm okay there but now you got here punisher season two is coming in January. oh yeah cannot wait i know so that's just adding to the list of things and uh that's not going to be any help to me so uh Uh-oh. i saw the preview and uh, it was pretty awesome looking what'd you think oh you know i didn't even see the preview well uh, it wasn't a preview it was just you know the kind of it showed him and the punisher symbol Oh, okay. I'm I'm excited. I love the first season. I love it when 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 he was part of the uh, Daredevil series too. So um, I cannot wait to see where they take his storyline for season two. Um, um, what I'm afraid of is that once the uh, season's over, kind of like what they've done, what Netflix has done to the other shows, that they're gonna cancel it, and 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 that'll be it for the Punisher for a while, right? Exactly, because you got a note here. Go ahead and talk about that, because I hadn't even heard that. Um, so on Variety, um, a, a, a news article showed that um, Netflix had a contract um, deal or like a little contractual thing between Netflix and any other shows that if they cancel a show, uh, for example, Daredevil, um, that character cannot show up on any other TV's um, network for two years. So since they canceled Daredevil recently, the earliest that we'll see him or Daredevil character is going to be in like second half of 2020. And that's a long time to wait for for one of our beloved shows that I like to watch. So, so that's what I was going to say. Now, I already quit basically Iron Fist and Luke Cage because I didn't watch <laughs> their second, well, third season. Was it third? No, second season of both. Yeah, I, I yeah. watched like the first episode of Luke Cage. It just seemed like it was too long in the tooth for me. I just couldn't hack it. 
and Iron Fist, I, that dude just annoys me. So when they got canceled, I was like, good, I'm not watching them. I don't think I'm <laughs> going to go back to watch them. And even if they come to the Disney streaming service in two years, I definitely wouldn't watch them by then. What but what about, think, you know, the Daredevil so far, season three, I think has been good. That I would probably go back and give it a shot in two mm-hmm. years, uh, especially since that now got canceled as well. Are you going to go back and watch those in two years? I think so. I mean, like, I understand the the hate, quote-unquote hate, on Iron Fist because that guy can't really act. Um, and so let's say they keep Daredevil has this with the same crew, cast and crew, uh, but they uh, um, introduce somebody new to play uh, Danny Rand of Iron Fist. Then, oh yeah, I mean, like, uh, I think two years is enough for people to kind of like forget uh, or get that bad taste out of their mouth of, of the person that played Danny Rand and just have somebody new to play the character. But for Iron Fist, oof, I don't know, man. I like the show. I like who he is and, and the character that plays him. But if, if they introduce somebody new and take the show a totally different way, I'm okay with that too. So to me, Iron Fist was kind of eh. But if they introduce somebody new and take a new direction, I'm okay with it. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I I do have a feeling, I think Jessica Jones, because I think they'd already started taping that. So I Mm -hmm. think that's one of the only reasons that are letting season three of that come out. But I do have a feeling that Punisher and Jessica Jones is going to carry the same fate and they're both going to get canceled after their season airs just because... Disney's coming out their own service and they want to put it on their own way. So, and I don't blame them for that. One thing I'm worried about with that is, uh, and I know you didn't watch it, but that's another thing I got starting here this coming week is on Hulu is the TV show Runaways. It's on Hulu and the first season was pretty good. I liked it. And the second season comes out here, I think, I don't know if it's Tuesday or Thursday or Friday. I think it's Friday. It's got to be Friday. I think Hulu usually, usually does Fridays for their new launches. And, uh, I'm afraid they're going to do the same thing with that. And that's one of those shows that, again, I don't think two years later. One, I think they're going to have a hard time keeping all the the actors because they're young actors, young kid actors, you know, early 20s probably on the, on the show. They're high schoolers. So uh, I think they're going to have a hard time keeping them for two years. I don't know how they would do that unless they got them under contract already that they have to, you know, say, hey, we're putting you on the shelf for two years. But. I'm afraid they're going to do that with that show. And the reviews for the second season already said that it blows away the first season. So I'm really got high hopes for that. So I'm looking forward to watching that here uh, during the Christmas New Year's week. And mm-hmm. um, that's that's as long as they Hulu's funny, though, because I don't know what shows on there you've watched. Some of the shows I've watched, they release them all at once. Other ones they release week by week. So if it's week by week, it's easier for me to get to. But at the same time they do them all at once then yeah that christmas new year's week i'm, I'm busting through all of those so but that's another one i'm afraid they're going to do the, the cancel after it's done and then two years disney disney will bring it to their streaming service and i don't know if i'd go back after two years it's going to be hard so really yeah so we'll have to wait and see but we're running a little long on time so let's go ahead i'm going to go ahead and quickly go through i've watched some movies and we're going to talk about i'm just going to quickly say a little little bit on each one of those and then uh if you want to talk about uh, a couple things you got in the notes here and then we'll wrap this up but so movies i've watched in the past week uh two weeks since i did my last podcast bohemian rhapsody me and my wife went and saw that this past weekend got another but great things to say about it if you're even slightly interested in queen's music at all you know if you appreciate it just a little bit like it just a little bit i highly recommend you go see that movie uh rami malik who from we know from mr robot does a great job i mean i'd say he does a great job portraying uh freddie mercury freddie mercury but at the same time it's like i don't really i didn't really know a lot about freddie mercury just what you see and you know on tv and in the music videos so you know from that part of it he seems like he did a good job his acting i thought was great the music was great uh, i never did look up to see if that was him actually singing or not though uh, i'm gonna look that up during during the movie did, did it ever come out like oh that's mr robot did you did you ever thought of that or was he doing such a good job that you can kind of like keep your mind out of Mr. Robot. Well, the actor because of the mustache. Well, well, no, because he doesn't have the mustache really till probably the last, last half of the movie. Oh, okay. Or maybe maybe in the last third of the movie. So mm-hmm. no, it's it's the eyes. 
to me, it's the eyes. So from the get go, you know, the eyes got me and I was like, it's Rami from Mr. Robot, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, no, he did. He did a good job. He did a really good job with the acting. I, I can't knock him at all. So I was pleasantly pleased with that movie. I thought it was great. A throwback movie. Uh, last, last time we talked, <laughs> I, I talked about how on Voodoo on Wednesdays they have deals and lately the deals have been to try to pull you over to their free uh, streaming part of their service. And I watched uh, Space Cowboys. Well, this time they had one. If you watch one of the movies that Wednesday, you got uh, $2 off your next rental. Uh, one of the shows on, or one of the movies on there that I've enjoyed was Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I don't know a lot of the bands that were actually on the soundtrack, but I just liked the music on the soundtrack. It was pretty good music. So that kind of drew me to it. The two actors on there, Jesus, and I'm throwing blanks right now, but it's the girl from, uh, man, I can't even tell you now. Anyhow, the the, the actor and actress, look it up. Uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. They're both really good. Michael Michael, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah from Superbad, you know, or This is the End and that. Uh, yeah, he's hilarious as it is, and it's just the way he has that monotone look and talk to him. Uh, I think it's hilarious. And then uh, the chick, Cat Denning, Cat Dennings, and what was this? Does you got the show on there that she was in recently? Do you know? Probably. Not. Um, she was on a TV it? show, uh, something girls. It was on CBS. Oh, about the um, muffins. Waitress, or, they were the waitress. waitresses to make cupcakes. Two broke girls. Yeah. Two broke girls. There we go. Yeah. And uh, she's always kind of funny and hilarious, and she's got a nice rack. And uh, so <laughs> I'll throw that out there, too. But, uh, yeah, so that was really good. And uh, so I watched that. So, and, 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 you know, the last time I saw it was a couple of years ago, and it was a good throwback movie to watch, and it was okay. You know, I was kind of doing it in between doing other things, so it was no big deal. And then just yesterday, I finally finished Split. So that was uh, one that you be talked about in the past, but I never finished it. I only got, like, halfway through it. And I powered through it the last two, three days. And I, I shouldn't say powered through it like it was hard to watch. It was good to watch. It was a great movie. I thought it was really good. But the reason I wanted to watch it was because Glass comes out 2019, uh, I think January. And uh, I had heard the previews for that were pretty awesome looking. So I wanted to check that out. And sure enough, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm ready to go see Glass. Uh, okay. But like at the end of Split, there's that little twisting like like the like an M Night Shamana movie that, that there's a surprise that happens at the end of the movie. Now knowing what happens in Glass, the movie coming up, doesn't that yeah. ruin uh what that surprise is at Split? Well, so I didn't watch the preview for Glass before I watched the end of Split. Oh, okay, good. I kept myself away from it. So good. I watched the end of Split and Spoiler alert, I mean, the movie's old now, so Bruce Willis is at the end, you know, uh, as his character, as David Dunn, something Dunn. I think it's David Dunn. And they on the TV, you know, the lady brings up about Mr. Glass because they gave him a nickname. What was his nickname? The Horde? I don't remember. God, I just watched it yesterday and I can't remember. Uh, and I'm talking about the guy from the character in Split. I think they called him the Horde or something like that. And, uh, yeah. You know, it's a waitress in the in a diner, and she basically says, "Oh, that's kind of like the nickname they gave that guy. What was it, ten, fifteen years ago? What was his name?" And then you see David Dunn, Bruce Willis, saying, "Oh, it was Mr. Glass." And so that kind of led you to the whole thing. So then I went and watched the preview for Glass, and it's basically the three of them showing off. But it still brings the question now. David Dunn obviously thinks he's a superhero. He thinks Mr. Glass is a bad guy, and. The Horde, obviously, you think from Split is a bad guy, but the whole previews kind of allude to maybe they're three superheroes. So, are they really superheroes, or are they really bad guys? Yeah, exactly, right? Well, I mean, like, when, when I was watching Split, I thought it was just a movie in and of itself, until at the very last second, with the last, what, five seconds, or 30 seconds, or whatever it was. Right, yeah. Uh, when Bruce Willis showed up, I'm like, like, oh my gosh, this is a continuation or like quote unquote the same universe has uh mr glass that that movie that was done a long time broken. ago broken yeah broken yeah 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 no i i agree yeah it was, it was i mean i knew there was something alluding to it so that's why i was expecting it but at the same time yeah if i hadn't known that and i'd been watching that and all of a sudden that happened i've been like holy shish kebab <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty pretty sweet so 
what about you? Any movies or anything or anything you want to talk about quick here before we wrap this up? And no, I haven't seen any uh, new movies lately. Been kind of like caught up with my books. I'm a bookworm. That's all right. Hey, can't knock you for that. So, all right. Well, if that's the case, then uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. This one's a little long. We're going to try to knock this down for next episode. Try to keep these uh, well under an hour. We may even try to cut this back to uh, 45 minutes. If you got a preference on that, let us know. Again, it's I'm trying Dan at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to get some feedback. Like I said, I'm always looking to get that feedback from somebody. So uh, till next time, my name is Dan. My name is Brian. And we're trying. Are you? Intro and outro music for the I'm Trying podcast created by Scott Kulik. RSS feed for the podcast found at imtryingdan.podbean.com. I'm Dan Harris. I'm trying. Are you?